Hello, and welcome to the Letters from Our Fathers podcast, where we explore the actual history of America's founding fathers from their own written words and personal correspondence, but without modern partisan political ideologies. I am your host, Roman. Now let's learn some real history. Indeed. Welcome back to the podcast. It is great to have you here. I hope you enjoyed the previous episode, as I hope you enjoy this one. This is going to be episode number 45. If you didn't catch the previous episode or you didn't catch the portion of that episode that had the update to the podcast in it, I will reiterate that now. The podcast is going to be changing somewhat uh, temporarily, probably for the next two, three months, potentially. And basically that um, the Thursday edition of the podcast, like this episode, for example, is going to be shorter and... Some some weeks there just won't be a Thursday episode, in which case I will probably make a recommendation of a library episode that I think might be a good listen, uh, a second listen. Some, some of these episodes are more substantive than others, and I think some of them uh, really can be listened to a couple of times because there's a lot of, uh, lot of information in some of them from these letters that we read. So I'll make a recommendation of a library episode that you can go back and listen to for Thursday if I don't upload a new episode, and that'll give you something to go back and listen to. Hopefully I won't have to cut any of the Monday episodes, which is our long-form podcast episode. I'm going to try to keep those in motion uh, and continue the the train of... uh long-form episodes that we have going on because um, I don't want to lose any ground in the progress that we're making on the podcast, but we'll see. But definitely the Thursday episode is going to get cut to some degree periodically throughout the next uh, two to three months, most likely. It couldn't be helped. I got a project that I'm working on. It's just, uh, it's taken an unbelievable amount of time. Uh, and and I was already short on time with uh, the podcast and everything else that I've got going on. My uh, full-time job and all the rest of it, it's just, it's just, uh, it's a lot of stuff. So, and that's a good thing, I suppose, on the one hand, it's good to be busy. Um, but also, it means that uh, some some things have to have to be cut temporarily, and this podcast is one of them. Unfortunately, not the whole podcast, but just an episode here or there. Just wanted to make sure you're aware of that, and uh, I wanted to make sure and do a Wednesday or excuse me, a Thursday episode this week at least, so that you folks who regularly listen to the Thursday episode will have you know, knowledge of that, just in case you missed our Monday episode. But for this episode, I'm actually also going to have a short story for you. Um, I thought I would do these, you know, stories from the Founding Fathers uh, periodically. This will be the first one. And this is not one. This is not where I'm reading from the letters. I'm just telling you a story right off the top of my head. And I was reminded of this story recently. You know, current events sometimes remind me of a story from out of history because, again, history repeats itself, right? If history repeats itself, then something that's going on right now today will oftentimes remind us of something that happened 200 years ago, 2,000 years ago, who knows what. And the story I'm going to tell you today is a story about James Madison. Wartime president. He was a president. Uh, he was the president of the United States during the War of 1812. And we have talked uh, periodically about Mr. Madison, President Madison, that is. And I think I've mentioned that he was a wartime president before and that uh, he was president during the War of 1812. And we are going to talk at length, by the way, about the War of 1812 when we get to the letters that actually catch us up to that period. It's probably about 300 episodes in the future. And I'm, I, I'm that's I don't know. I don't know if it's 300 or more, but it's going to be a lot. going to be a lot more episodes before we actually get to it. But I'll tell you a short story about it today. And we'll see if this story tells us how we should conduct ourselves or how someone should conduct themselves today. Because, you know, I'm a big believer that history has the answer to every question. You just have to know where to where to look. It's 1814. The War of 1812 is still going on. That, that by the way, that name, the War of 1812, is very deceptive. It makes it, makes it sound like it only took place in 1812, which is not true. Uh, but it's 1814, summer, and the British have uh, managed to 
work themselves into a position where they can invade the United States of America, and more specifically, Washington, D.C. Yes, indeed. For those of you who don't know, the British did, inv did indeed invade the United States of America, and they attacked Washington, D.C. directly, and they occupied the town. Now, what's the problem with that? I mean, besides the obvious that we don't like it when the British invade the United States and uh, occupy Washington, D.C. Uh, by, by the way, for those of you folks in the in the United Kingdom, Great Britain, as I call it, who might be listening to this uh, this podcast episode, uh, no hard feelings, by the way. Uh, it's not like I'm still mad at you folks for invading the United States way back when. You didn't have anything to do with it. The people who did are long dead. Uh, so I don't blame you for it. It's it's really the responsibility of those, those jokers who did it back in 1814. But anywho, they... Um, they do manage to attack Washington City, as a lot of people called it at the time, as I understand, as opposed to Washington, D.C., even though it's formerly known as Washington, D.C. But they, they, they managed to attack Washington City, and the problem with that is, besides the obvious, is that James Madison and the government are there. President of the United States, the Congress, they're, they're there. Okay. So what do you do in that situation? Does James Madison turn himself into a freedom fighter, grab his musket, and head out into the streets to shoot it out with the British soldiers? No. No, he doesn't. What James Madison does is he evacuates the town. Uh, he leaves Washington City. Uh, and there's a famous story, obviously, Molly uh, Madison, or Dolly Madison, not Molly, Dolly Madison. Anyway, she um, uh, was famous for not leaving the White House until she managed to get the portrait of George Washington out of the out of the house. Uh, she was actually quite determined to save that portrait. And thank goodness, you know, I think we can all, those of us in the United States anyway, can all be grateful for the courage of a Dolly Madison. There, there's another woman, by the way, one of the founding women of this country, basically, along with Abigail Adams. Uh, it was it was a positive character, I think, as best as I know. I don't know everything about Dolly Madison. I'm sure there's something wrong with her. But um, for the most part, I believe a positive character. And certainly in this respect, I mean, she was quite determined to uh, save that portrait of Washington. You might think to yourself, well, it's just a portrait. Who cares about a portrait of Washington? We can get another portrait made or something like that. Well, maybe, maybe not. But it, the, the principle of the thing here is, is that this is a, a priceless piece of work. I mean, today, I mean, good. I mean, that, the, by the way, that portrait is still in the White House to this day, uh, last I checked. And it's 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 absolutely priceless. I mean, if that thing ever went up for auction, and it shouldn't, by the way, because it's a it's the property of the American people. It's a national treasure. That that thing, it would be a multi millions of dollars painting. I mean, this thing would just be at almost an insurmountable sum of money to purchase a portrait of George Washington. That specific portrait. I mean, that's how valuable it is today. And it's not the money monetary value that makes it important. It's just the the value it has, the sentimental value, and the historic nature that it has to the United States. It's 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 a very very prized portrait of George Washington. And Dolly Madison was like, we have to save that portrait. And I'm not I'm not leaving here until that thing comes down and, it's, and it, it gets out of this White House safely. Very brave, very determined woman, uh, Dolly Madison. And she did exactly that. She rescued the portrait. But that's the famous story about Dolly Madison. Yeah, they left Washington City. James Madison left the city. And for those of you who don't know, in the War of 1812, the British burned the city. They set the White House on fire, darn near burned the whole thing to the ground. The only thing that was left, as I understand it, was really just a burned-out shell of a building. And James Madison was a few miles away, uh, as I understand it, watching Washington City burn uh, from a distance. Now... The reason why I'm telling you this story is, again, history repeats itself, and, and it may not repeat itself precisely, but it does It does echo, and it does bear, so current, current events bear some resemblance usually to some point in time in history. And riddle me this, is there a city in the world today that is threatened with invasion from a foreign army? 
And it's actually, well, this is very interesting, the historical similarities. Is there a country in the world today that used to belong to another country, like a province or a state or of some kind, a republic, if you will? Was there a, um, a country today that used to belong to another country, and the country that it used to belong to is now invading that country? Yes, there is. I'm going to finish that for you. Russia is invading Ukraine, and Ukraine used to be a part of the Russian Empire and the Soviet Union, so on and so forth, right? Much the same way the United States of America used to be a part of the British Empire, correct? Tell me again that history doesn't repeat itself. And again, it doesn't have to be precise. It just has to it just has to be strikingly similar, doesn't it? Yes, it does, and here we are. Now, is there a city inside of Ukraine that is under siege presently and threatened with attack? Yes, there is. Does that city house the leader of the leader of that nation? Yes, it does. Here's the question. Should the leader of that country leave that city or should he stay? These are these are contentious arguments, you know, and again, this is not a current events podcast and don't think, oh my gosh, Roman, he's trying to turn this into a current events podcast. He's trying to change the playbook on us. This is a bait and switch. My gosh, this Roman character, he's a deceptive, he's a deceptive guy, isn't he? He's sneaky. He snuck that in on us, current event. No, this isn't a current events podcast. So calm down. And I know most of you folks will know where I'm going with this and you won't you won't work yourself up into a froth like my uh the reason why I use that voice, by the way, that's kind of the uh that's the critic of the podcast as I describe it. It's I, I use that voice very occasionally to kind of sound off as like a, a supposed critic of the podcast, if there was one on this podcast to to lend voice to that. Anyway, no, this is not a current events podcast. The reason why I'm talking to you about this is because it just reminds me of James Madison and the Founding Fathers. And isn't this a podcast about the Founding Fathers? Yes, it is. Thank you very much. Okay, so now that we've established that, James Madison left Washington City. Now, in fast forward up to the current day, there is this belief that the leader of a particular nation should stay in the city. That's currently under threat of invasion. Is that the right thing to do? Is it the wrong thing to do? Honestly, I'm not going to say one way or the other because I try to avoid that. I try to leave it open-ended so that you can decide about things like that. Especially if it's a current events related thing, I don't really want to dip into that well because again, this is not a current events podcast. I'm just trying to trying to show you that the founding fathers do have lessons to teach us. Because some again, some folks out I know I know a lot of you folks out there are going to know this, and you're going to be like, "Oh, Roman, for crying out loud, man! We know history repeats itself. That's why we're here. We're history enthusiasts. I know, but understand, there's there's going to be people who roll into this podcast who this is new to them. I have to explain this stuff, otherwise nobody else will. But you know, the founding fathers have lessons to teach us. And that's that's one of the big reasons why I read the letters and I do this podcast is just so we can learn the lessons from the past. And James Madison left Washington City in 1814 as the British came into town and set the town ablaze. Some people would say he should have stayed. Oh, James Madison, he should have stayed. He should have stayed, shot it out with the British. Well, what happens if James Madison stays? He either gets killed or captured. And more likely he gets captured. Okay, imagine that. The president of the United States captured by the British Army in 1814. Can you imagine the unmitigated disaster that would unfold from something like that? Because I can, and it's not pleasant. James Madison, in my opinion, did the right thing when he left the city. James Madison's job was not to be a freedom fighter and shoot it out in the streets with British troops. That's, that wasn't his job as President of the United States. Maybe the, maybe the Secretary of War, and by the way, they did call him the Secretary of War back then, not the Secretary of Defense like we do today. There's another... Um, shameful revision of, of American uh, policy, by the way, is the changing of the name from Secretary of War to Secretary of Defense. Am I the only one who's upset by that, by the way? I'll bet you nobody even thinks about it today. I'll bet you you have never heard anybody on a podcast ever even mention that. 
Secretary of War versus Secretary of Defense. Have you ever heard anybody say that? No, you haven't. I guarantee you, you haven't. Well, I can't guarantee it. But I, 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 I'd be willing to bet a Saul Buck that you have not heard that. That's how that's how confident I am. I'm willing to put a dollar on the line. But you know, nobody talks about it. But honestly, I, every time every time I think of the the title Secretary of Defense, I, I, I get up, I get frustrated. I get slightly agitated. Why? Because I hate it when we change things like that. Why? Why did they change it from Secretary of War to Secretary of Defense? Honestly, because people wanted to sound politically correct. They wanted to sound like they were peaceful. Oh, we, we can't use the term war. That makes us sound like we're we're a bunch of belligerents. We have to we have to use defense because that makes it sound like we're I don't know more reasonable. It, really, all it does is just make the enemy you know feel like you're just weak. <laughs> it just signals American weakness around the world. That's all that does. But anywho, the if 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 James Madison were the Secretary of War, he might have had some justification for standing out in the middle of the street and shooting it out with British soldiers, but he wasn't. He was President of the United States. His job is to keep the government together, to be commander in chief. That was his job. And because this you got to understand the United States at the time was still a very fragile country. If James Madison had been captured, by, by the British Empire. And not only, by the way, James Madison was not just the president of the United States. This man was known as the father of the American Constitution. James Madison was not a just some random guy who became president. This is James Madison we're talking about here. This guy was instrumental in the formation of the United States Constitution. That, that man being captured is a disaster. But anyway, so after Washington City had been burned, and James Madison, what James Madison got back up on his horse and he went out and he tried to reassure people. Get, no, I, we, I know the city's burned. We got that. The British have invaded. This is terrible. But I'm still here. The government is still functioning. We are. Go, the Congress is going to continue. I'm still here. I'm commander in chief. We're going to reorganize this. We're going to we're going to continue the the fight and so on and so forth. Everything is fine. Everything is going to be okay. That was his job as president of the United States. His job is to keep the government together and to keep the people organized. That's his job. His job is not to be a freedom fighter. Now, does that apply today? Does that is that is that the way every leader who's under siege should behave? Should should they retreat to a safer position so that they can continue to keep the government together, so they can continue to organize the people to the defense of the nation? Well, I'll leave that up to you to decide. I'm just telling you what James Madison did. And, I, and again, in 1814, in that situation, I firmly believe that James Madison did the exact right thing. I don't think he was a coward. I don't think he should have stayed in the city and fought it out with the British troops. That would have been pointless. And it could have been an absolute disaster if he would have been captured. But there you go. There's there, there's a lesson from history. So that, And that's just one example. There's there's a number of examples like this. That And there's some, some examples in history where it went the other way, where the leader of the country actually did, you know, uh, get on his horse and ride off into combat and so on and so forth. That's happened before, too. Napoleon used to do that kind of thing. But Napoleon was obviously a very different character, and he was not president of the United States. He was a more or less emperor of France. And he was he was a military guy from the word go. He was a military man from a very young age all the way up until his final days, basically. Well, until he was, you know, kicked out of the country for the second time. He was kicked out of the country once and then kicked out of the country again after he lost that final battle. But you get the idea. There's lessons throughout history. And, and you know, the Founding Fathers, again, they, they there's a lot of little points in history that tell us what to do and how to do it, or at least they give us an example. And the Founding Fathers are just one of them. But that's what we talk about on this podcast. We talk about the Founding Fathers. So I would be curious what you think. If you think James Madison should have stayed in Washington City or if he should have left. And why? So if you, if you have 
have an opinion about that, leave a review on the podcast. And again, you don't have to tell me how great the podcast is. Just tell, just leave your question and leave your comment. Just leave a review on there that says, hey, you know, I, I was listening to your episode on James Madison leaving Washington City and so on and so forth, and I disagree with you. I think he should have stayed in Washington City, and this is why. And I'll bring it on the podcast, and I'll talk about it, and I won't yell at you or something for disagreeing with me. Like I said, reasonable people can disagree on most things. Feel free to disagree with me on that one. Leave a, leave a review on the podcast, and I'll bring it on, and I'll talk about it. And that'll be a great discussion that we can have. And so if you if you are so inclined to leave a review, and again, Apple Podcasts is where I check for the reviews, because I, I check the other platforms, and honestly, I can't see that most of them actually let you leave a review except for Apple Podcasts. So uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and let me know what you think. And that's going to conclude this episode of the podcast. And... I hope you enjoyed it, and again, I uh, I hope you can bear with me while you know the Thursday episodes either get cut entirely or they get cut short. Uh, I know it's going to be a bit of a uh, change, and hopefully it doesn't last forever. I don't expect it to, but uh, we'll uh, we'll continue marching on on this podcast. I appreciate you folks joining me here. As always, it's a great honor to have you here, especially uh, the history enthusiast who listen to the uh, the podcast, uh, are really, really interested in history and all the rest of it. So uh, with all that said, uh, I will see you folks on the next episode of the podcast. And this is Roman signing out. Thank you. <laughs>